Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody. There it is. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help yourself. <laughs> it's got to happen, man. We 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 CC. There you go. What other yeses do we have? Uh, CC, bunch of uh, goddamn. What's yes in German? Oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. And welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from PersiesGrowRoom.com. I am Mackie from the UK, and joining us this week, we have Marge. That's right. Hello, I'm from Central Canada, host of Bite Me, the show about edibles, and just surviving uh, the latest snowstorm here. Snowstorm? Oh, God, we had so much snow yesterday, it was crazy. Lame. I thought you were all heading out now. (laughs) What's that? I thought you were all heading out of the winter thing now. Oh, no, I wish. Lame. It likes to hang on. March is a bitch of a month for that because you never know. You never mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. We've had snow up until June, so you know. Yeah. Uh... In like a line, out like a lamb is the popular term, the popular yeah. expression. What does it mean? <laughs> well, it means you get a giant dump of snow right when everyone's just like spring is around the corner. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just to remind you that. It's called fall you know? spring, isn't it? Uh, because yeah. people think that yeah. it's spring, but it's still winter it just uh hasn't properly faded off yet and then we have tg as well tg what are you saying bro yeah temple grower here in a little further west of marge in treaty six territory aka saskatoon luckily we have no snow here because i don't have anywhere to put it anymore we got so fucking much <laughs> i swear so early on you know but uh yeah it's cold as, as uh cold here it's very cold so i'm inside uh with a big sweater on hope you're all doing good damn we spoke to nikki and swami the other day and they they're in california and they've had loads of snow as well there was up in there in their yeah. lodge in, in in the mountains or something and they had loads Weird, of snow right? that was all wrapped up in their jumpers <laughs> yeah man they were bundled up big time mm. very close to the wood so as they put it yeah man that was a good interview, but that will be out sometime next week, everybody. So uh, listen out for that one. We also have Bubble Hawk on the other side of the coin, who is sweating his balls off today. Yes. <laughs> G'day, guys. Bubble Hawk here from the land down under where it's hot enough to cook an egg on your fucking bonnet. Damn. AKA hood. Hood for the yeah, American hood. users. Yeah, the hood. Yes, hood. Yes, I thought he car bonnet. Car yeah, that's right. He's Easter bonnet. He's getting ready to stand in the sun long enough. You'd probably cook one on your hat too. It's just, it's just one of those <laughs> things. I'll have to send you that video. I've got a video somewhere hanging around on. A, I've got to go through my files, but anyway, it's a a, a copper up in the NT. And co- copper a, is also a policeman. We'll go translating again for the American. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You're doing a great job, Mackie. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and um, anyway, he's got he's got it out on the bonnet of his cop car, and he's got a fry pan. He just puts the fry pan on the bonnet, cracks an egg in it, cooks the egg in the fry pan. No way. And it's just just because of the heat, the sun. It's mm. wild. Isn't there some video of Schwarzenegger cooking an egg on a tank or some shit in California <laughs> when it was super hot? Uh, probably. I think so. Maybe. Maybe I'm just dreamt that. There isn't he just dreamt that. that, you know? <laughs> That's, yeah. a That's a random dream, and it's even more random to remember it, you know? 
specific dream, but that to remember something, that. something. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's your intro bubble hockey? You didn't do you like, yeah, bubble hockey, I dropped bear country, blah blah. Did you do that? Oh, you wanted you wanted one of those, did yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, it's got to be done professional, otherwise, John will get angry, you know what he's like. All right, okay, hold on. Well, I think you want to I'll, I'll just use yeah, All right. G'day, guys. Bubble Hawk here from the land down under, the land of the Vegemite <laughs> Sunrise, where uh, drop bears are pets and friends. Nice. Nice. <laughs> that, that, that was beautiful, Bubble Hawk. You beautiful. like that one? Nice. Nice. And I, I sent you, I sent uh, Bubble Hawk a picture the other day, everybody. It was out shopping in one of the many supermarkets we have here in the UK. And up on the top shelf, next to the Marmite, I saw. <laughs> Genuine Australian Vegemite, everybody. Mm. Dang, yeah. He was like, "Should I buy it?" It was like, "No, I'm not going to waste my money on that shit." You know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, now we got this rivalry going on between Marmite and Vegemite. So he's <laughs> not, not going to. Yeah, yeast extract. Ah, yeast extract. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, yeah. so, so you uh, know what Vegemite is, Temple? Don't you? <laughs> So you, just, you know what Vegemite is, you just don't know what Marmite is. Well, I don't know what either of them are. They they're just they sound like <laughs> minerals to me, like some from the same family, but slightly different. Both yeah, you know, because I'm a geologist, so everything ite is like a mineral. <laughs> it's like Marmite's good if you use it in small amounts, man, but it's really bitter. You know, it's just, okay. uh, it's just, it, 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 there's an old saying that you love it or you hate it. It's one of those. And it, like which is strange. Spread or? Well, more like something like you'll spread on toast. Do you know what bovril mm. is? What about bovril? No. No? Yeah, they bovril. Know what Marmite is. They ain't going to know what bovril is. Bro. I know, like, peanut butter and jam, you know? Yeah, we're in Canada. <laughs> we have maple syrup. Like, yeah, yeah and that's sweet. it. You got all the sweet stuff. Yeah, this is, like, savory. Toast, very savory. Syrup, yeah. yeah, okay. Man, going to have to get you, get you guys some Marmite, man. You're going to yeah, have maybe. to try it. And only ever try just a little bit. Otherwise, you're like, oh, God, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> Why does and it taste the... like a licked asshole? What's that? That's every every year. <laughs> I'll Google it. Maybe we, I mean we have British stores here. I'll go check them out and maybe I'll grab a yeah. If you've got a British store, they're gonna egg. have Marmite in there, mate. Go check it out. Okay. But just spread it but thinly you... on some toast and it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You got you've got to you gotta try Vegemite too if you're gonna try the Marmite. <laughs> we okay. need we need to settle Where? a bet which is better. Maybe they have it because it's like maybe a Commonwealth store. Versus like a British store. I don't know. Right. There's Australian shit here. Anyway, six yeah, minutes anyway. in. And Sorry. we also have Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am here. Believe it or not. We got one side of the world's freezing, one side of the world's boiling, and I'm in the middle sitting here in the land of eternal spring. Again, blue sky, sunshine, sitting outside in shorts and t-shirt and absolutely loving the weather. Nice. Is that you got anything to add here about Marmite, Vegemite? What are you, what are you saying? Uh, no, I just what's uh, your verdict? The, my verdict is I'm staying away from it. I don't know, I've never tried it, <laughs> but it just doesn't seem like something I need to try. Yeah, it seems like a necessity food versus like a good food, you know. I don't know, <laughs> right. well, like, we're all starving to death here in the well, UK, so we eat yeah. Marmite now. Kind of like, yeah, yeah it was from the old times, and now everybody just eats it because that's what's always been there or something, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm it being was, like insensitive. <laughs> it was developed as a low cost food source. So, yeah, you're not far off. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like you grind up what you got and there it is. Yeah. It, it's, yeah it's, it's distributed. It's not bad. Yeah. I'm not sure it's cool. healthy, right? Probably. Or is it yeah. not? Yeah. Uh, don't know. And it's one of those. Well, to be fair, you know, it, it don't 
taste great. So it probably is healthy because that's generally how <laughs> things go. You know, the good shit yeah. is not good for you. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Don't know, don't know what you're talking about, man. Vegemite's tasty as fuck. Love it. I'm gonna have to try it, and I'm gonna have to go back to the shop and try it. And I bet, I, I bet I'll get back to your bubble hawk and I'll be like, it's exactly the fucking same as Marmite. Yeah. It's the same <laughs> shit. <laughs> so it's the same way. It's, you've got to do it the same way, right? So it's a little, a nice slathering of butter across a piece of white toast, and then just a nice smear of Vegemite across there. Mm, Add so- some cheese if you're feeling saucy. It sounds exactly. That's what you do with Marmite as well, man. That's a then it's got that bittery, you know, the, the umami, you know, that, yeah. that sense. Yeah. Dark brown Australian food spread made from leftover brewer's yeast. It is the same. Yeah, it sounds uh-huh. it's the same. <laughs> I'm going to have to check this out because the price is, is like twice as much for the Vegemite as what's for the Marmite. <laughs> but like, see, it isn't. It's just like, oh, we still have this shit. What can we do with it? Let's make Marmite. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there we go. Random intro there for you, everybody. Let us know in the comments <laughs> what you think about Vegemite or Marmite. Which one is the best? Ooh. Which one do you <laughs> prefer? Beef bullion. Okay. Let's go to Mommy. Ooh, Mommy. Ooh, Mommy. It's the greatest flavor, isn't it? Because it's like, ooh, Mommy. Ooh, Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Better than sour or sweet, you know, well, bitter. That ooh, Mommy sensation. <sighs> but yes, Marmite. You love it or you hate it. Probably the same with Vegemite. What you say, TG, what are you smoking on there? You made a pleasurable kind of sound like, oh, that's delicious kind of thing. Yeah, I just muted myself because it was, uh, it got kind of rough in the old lungs. <laughs> um, I think it was, uh, I had a little bit of leftover Dolato, Dolato, number something. I can't remember what number it was, but it really doesn't matter. Dolato, um, hash rosin. That's what I just Ooh, nice. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty like it kind of smells like no, don't take this like the wrong way, but it smells like a dead body-ish. <laughs> I don't know what that smells like. I mean, corpse, rotting flesh. It smells meat. absolutely delicious, bro. It's just it's it's weird. You know, I'm sure it doesn't smell like that to most people, but like, you know, I, like when I yeah, I don't know. It's it's very rotty, very rotten something. But it's good. It's very like it doesn't taste like that. It's very fruity and kind of. It's just yeah. It's weird when you concentrate those like those flavors. Um, they just they kind of turn into something weird sometimes. It seems like. Mm-mm. You know what you mean though. You know them strange smelling ones have a good flavor sometimes. Mm-mm. Yeah. Well, you say yeah. much. What are you smoking on? I got a, a nice little jar of Romulan here. That I'm gonna get into. Ooh. Romulan, yeah, more from TG. No. Yeah, yeah, it is. It says, in fact, it's a PG exclusive. It can't be. I didn't give yeah. you any Romulan. Yeah, you did. I haven't given you any Romulan in years. <laughs> you know, it's been it, there's That's been a couple of strains now where TG's like, I didn't send you that. Romulan Kush, it's a cross. okay, yeah. yeah, Romulan Kush, plus yeah. uh, crossed with. What the fuck would that be? It ain't Romulan, that's for sure. Well, you you labeled it incorrectly then. Well, that, that seems like a big oversight. <laughs> so let us know what you think in the chat, everybody. Watch what's Marge smoking on this week. Romulan. Oh, I know what that is. Okay, I know what that is. I have some of it here. It's it's Romulan crossed with Romulan Kush, is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's Romulan. 
<laughs> yeah. <Right>. Well, <laughs> yeah. The Can Romulan you... is a is a, I don't know if it's Romulan. No, allegedly there is no like what Romulan. What people remember is Romulan, like the pure Romulan, true Romulan that I remember smoking, ain't around anymore. Um, this stuff's from next generation, and well. Jay has done a really decent job, I think, at preserving some of the stuff from from the '90s. It's, you know, seeds vary from the clone, and it, this isn't the clone that I used. So, pure Romulan is it's a really kind of cantankerous subject. It seems like around, especially these days, uh, there's been a bit more elucidation on that subject through various podcasts recently. But um, I don't know. I don't trust anybody that uh, tells you they got Romulan anymore. I will say, uh, unless it's like you know you know and they know because uh, even even jay himself the next gen breeder he said about the romulan that you can get on the legal market it's not romulan it's probably romulan crossed with grapefruit i think he said or grape god one of the two but it's a hybrid uh, it's not real romulan there is no real romulan out oh. there All right so anyway sorry that's a little bit of a rant on that but yeah, yeah well you got bubble yeah. what are you saying <laughs> well, I was going to have some of that uh, penny Romulan after all of this chat on Romulan and, and rosin and hash rosin. I, I can't. No, I'm going. <laughs> I'm going to have the Pennywise because I do have to. I can't because I got to drive today. So no, I won't be having rosin. So Pennywise, it is. I'm gonna stick to my guns. Nice. What about you, monkey? What are you holding? Edibles today, man. It's, uh, those to me this morning and feeling good. And smoking, or you just just edibles? Just edibles right now, and nothing. Uh, I've got vapes here if I need it. You know how that goes. Mm-hmm. What do you make? What did I make? Actually, this was just good can of coffee this morning. Oh, nice. Yes. Me too. Love three cups of good, good, good strong can of coffee. You know. And I'm just about Perfect. to hit some of this delicious lemon tree in this delicious mighty. So it's always a uh, delicious man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm-mm. So there we go. Let's. Uh, I think that's everything, right? Should we move on to the news? Thank I think you. it is time. Let's do it. Nice. Yes. Yes. Everybody, it's time for the cannabis news and events. And as usual, we have news stories from all over the world to cover this week, all related to cannabis in some way. Does anybody want to jump in and go first? Sure, let me get this. No going. way, somebody jumped in. I did wow. it this week. You know what? <laughs> it is full of surprises. It is, man. <laughs> Let's do this, though. Yeah, I brought this article up because, well, it's got a couple interesting things here, and you'll see a little bit of tie over here in, into Canada. So, uh, Let's say uh, it's from Marijuana Moment. Louisiana could pull hundreds of hemp products off the market with proposed rule emergency change. Hmm. Hundreds of Hmm. hemp products approved by the Louisiana Department of Health could become illegal under an emergency rule discussed by the House Health and Welfare Committee this week. The situation has caused chaos in the state's growing hemp industry, with entrepreneurs testifying the change could cost some hundreds of thousands of dollars that they've invested in products. LDH Council Steve Russo outlined nine proposals changes Wednesday following a consultation with lawmakers and industry leaders the most controversial dealing with the limits on, on THC and serving size. Wow. The, the, law, the law limits THC, the active compound in hemp and marijuana, to eight milligrams per serving for products like cookies, gummies, and other items. But the LDH has approved hundreds of products with multiple servings in a single package, something the speaker 
Schneider. Wow. Violates the law. What the fuck is that name? Sorry, but let me let me just spell that out. S C H E X N A Y D E R. Sheck Schneider. Schnecks is Schneider. Schneck Schneider. No, no. Okay. Yeah, it's an interesting one, everybody. Damn. There it is. If you can see it on the screen, everybody, there it is. Let's hear your breast pronunciations in the chat. Sorry, monkey. So uh, Sheck Schneider said, uh, who who shepherded several hemp bills in recent years, identified almost 400 (laughs) products approved by the LDH that would have uh, been illegal because of the multiple servings issue. Now, just to make it plain here, what they are proposing is that right now uh, in uh, everything of CBD, THC, Delta-8, Delta-9, hemp-derived, you can go into a store and buy a bottle of these things. Each one will have a maximum of eight milligrams of THC in it. Now, what they want to change is you can no longer buy the bottle. You have to buy one gummy at a time, a la Canada. Wow. One so, gummy? <laughs> one gummy, one eight milligram gummy, hemp-derived yeah. gummy at a time is what he wants. He's, he's uh, Basically, he, he's using a loophole or a fine point in the law yeah. to change things to get the stuff off the street as, as fast as possible i bet they're all individually wrapped as well uh no they're not i mean you buy it it's just it would be like buying a, a you can go into any petrol station billing station convenience store here usually around the cash register there are gummies that are probably delta eight or cbd gummies some of them have both in it and they'll mm. be right there they'll be in a, in a bottle that looks like gummy bears would be you know some gum, gummy vitamins or something that's it's very simply packaged stuff because it's not considered quote unquote marijuana it's considered hemp so it's crazy are so stupid it is but i mean now they want us to go ahead and take these things all of these people that have invested in these multiple product you know these containers and, and <clears> it was it's cheaper, it's better for the environment and bigger packages. All we can go on and on and on like this. But now the, this container of 20 gummies that you would buy now has to have 20 separate packages, which means that yes. the price is going to go up on them, which means it's going to be more inconvenient, going to have more, more uh, waste involved in it. And you're only going to go ahead and feed the gray market here. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. 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 We've heard over and over and over in Canada, you know, I think the story last week talked about or a week before that, how in Canada, only 3% of the market of legal cannabis in Canada is edibles because of the problem that you can only buy one in a package and they're too expensive. So here we are, Louisiana wants to go down that road. Isn't that a lot of fun there? So um, not surprised also, though. No, this is under the tactic that, you know, when you have a situation that uh, people right now, the entire country is edging closer and closer to legal. And so people who are trying to push back as far as they can are using any loophole they can. So this guy found a loophole. I fully don't understand it myself. I mean, we've said it over and over and over that as far as we know, there's never been a documented case of someone dying from cannabis overdose. I mean, there's that one case with a toddler that's still questionable. We don't really know about that. Mm-hmm. So I don't understand why we're worried about packaging these things eight milligrams per container. Uh, mm-hmm. I wish I wish Sex Snyder would give me an explanation of why that is so important. You know, can, but can you like go into the store, buy one, walk out, come back in, buy another one? Can you do it that like 
obviously oh, they know what you're doing, but no, it's not a problem. You could go in there technically the way the law is now, and you could go ahead and buy a hundred single wrapped right now. Wouldn't be a problem. There's no limit on how many you can buy. The limit is he wants to impose is how many can be in a single package. And he says a single serving each package, because the law says that a single serving of legal edibles and in the state of Louisiana has to have no more than eight milligrams of THC in it. That's it. It's you just, know, so it you, sounds like just another rule being passed by somebody who's got no fucking idea. Exactly. Right. It, it, it's yeah, what is the point if you can just buy as many as you want? Mm-hmm. Uh, it drives the price up. I, I think that's the intention. Yeah. I'm not actually serious, but like super cynically, yeah, he's got stock in a fucking plastic packaging company. But, but I yeah, think, really, I think that's it. Like, really, it, that's nailed on the fucking head. He benefits from it in some way. Well, <laughs> it, it, I'm sure it's not so simple, but like, yeah, it's just, it's a guy who's obviously against cannabis but like the way things are going it's like harder and harder to be against it so like you know you give he gives this little inch of uh of like compromise which really like like you guys exactly said isn't really an inch of compromise because again here in canada the 10 milligram issue is a big issue for you know mm-hmm. per per uh per package um right because it, it stifles a lot versus creativity of different options of of what we can actually do with stuff and just exactly like you said you know you have to buy like people are going to want more than 10 so they buy 50 of them anyway there's a limit here that you can buy like it's up to whatever 30 grams at a time or whatever but still it's like if people are going to want to get around these things they're going to and it's ridiculous and again like you mentioned the gray market benefits or the black market um mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. the uh, the unregulated market so which you know be that as it may i don't really care either way but if if the goal is to displace that then you ain't doing a good job so mm-hmm. well in the deep south they're, they're pulling out all the stops the uh the opponents are pulling out all the stops to try and vilify the stuff again and again and i mean i'll even go once one story just to mention another article that i read uh, the week before last uh, about texas uh, in order to fight the Delta 8 or in Delta 9 THC problem in kids, if a if someone under the age of 18 is caught with a vape stick in Texas, in a school in Texas, if you bring it to school, the person is arrested and immediately charged with a felony. Wow. Yes. Fucking even, hell. They love sending even, people to prison. Even <laughs> if it is a legal Delta 8 a cartridge, they don't care. They're arresting the kids and they're charging them with with a felony pending results of the contents of the pen. So, and they say that the state there is so backed up now, it, it can take as many as two years for the results to come back. So for oh, all yeah. this time you are so pending, ridiculous. you're charged with a felony all this entire time. So it's ridiculous. Yeah, the South is really pushing back in some weird ways. America. America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I won't go into any further on that because I don't want to go too far in, you know, over in my time, though. But yeah, expect some uh, interesting things. I think I uh, read a couple weeks back as well as the governor of Louisiana, before he leaves in the next uh, election, he has promised that he will make Delta 8 and Delta 9 illegal in the state of Louisiana. So we will see how that goes. Well, seems to be uh, a bad time to invest in a Delta and <laughs> THC company. Don't be doing that, right? This is not financial advice, by the way. Yeah. yeah. 
the, the he's one of these old guard people that said he never he never thought that the, the farm bill ever intended for people to get high so he wants to make sure that goes away oh wow yeah how did they really get go sorry. ahead go ahead i was just gonna say how did they get to this eight milligram number um yeah. More than likely, without any research, you know, they probably pulled a number out of the hat or one of these things was XYZ state does it this way, so we'll do it. Um, I I think the better question is, how do these ignorant people keep getting into positions of power like this? (sighs) Well, it's the South, man. That's all I can say. I hate to put it that way, but this is the South and and sometimes it happens. Yeah, man. So... Yeah, you should, we'll move on to another news story. I'll quickly cover my one because it's not a very long one, but it's uh, one which we we should point out. Because as many of you may know, if you listen to this show regularly, you'll know that the UK is uh, doing really well right now, <laughs> especially the electricity companies. <laughs> the electricity companies are thriving right now. So this the gas companies are doing pretty good too. Oh yeah, they're record record <laughs> profits doing so good you know the uk it just it's a great place to be right now for those energy companies keep doing the epic work that you're doing i, I wish i was a shareholder <laughs> but anyway they're because the electricity prices are so high the people are going to be more inclined to like steal the electricity to grow their cannabis which is never a good idea everybody i know it's expensive to pay for your electricity but don't be a criminal just because you're growing cannabis you know pay for your electricity though they are criminals and they're robbing us blind by charging us so much money for this shit you can't be a criminal just be you know be a good example of what a cannabis grower should be and don't steal the electricity man don't be a thief pay for the shit grow weed legally if if that makes any sense (laughs) <laughs> you know grody weed legally in this really weed ethically maybe yeah that's that's much yeah, better way but in uh, tg yes well said, yeah. well said uh yeah. but we have here say this is from beds.police.uk it's not a like police in beds this is a bedfordshire it's a little place in the uk and it's their police force have released this article uh, warning over road and electrical works linked to cannabis factories. Detective has uh, detectives have urged people to be wary of bogus road and electrical works, which <laughs> could be linked to drug gangs. <laughs> and the thing is, right in the UK, we have this thing called uh, March Madness. And quickly, it'll go off topic, but I'll come back. Don't worry. Uh, it might be the same for you guys in the states as well. That the road companies at the end of the financial year, which is uh, April, then the road companies need to make budget. And if they don't spend more money than they did last year, then they'll get less in their budget, you know, less money allocated to them this year. So every year they like to spend more than they did last year so they get more money in their budget for the next year. And this happens every year over and over again. So because it's March and it's coming up to the end of the financial year, roadworks go up fucking everywhere, man. It is unbelievable. You can't travel down any road without their roadworks being on it because they're fixing this pipe or they're installing Mm. this cable or, you know, that drain's broken. They'll find a reason. I mean, there's two places which I drive down regularly and just before Christmas, 
then roads were closed down. Well, not closed down, closed off a couple of lanes. So you have to wait half hour to drive down it when it should be five minutes. And they were just, they put all the roadworks up there a few months ago and they're back now in the same fucking place, man. And I feel when I'm driving past them, while I'm winding down the window and be like, you useless bastards, you should have fixed it last month. You, <laughs> you know, it's, who's paying for these motherfuckers? Anyway, so during the March Madness, where we have all these roadworks being put up all over the place, is this what we're going to be seeing now? People just uh, putting up fake roadworks and putting <laughs> electricity lines from the street into some property, you know, and people wouldn't think otherwise. Like, hmm, it's strange to see roadworks around here because roadworks are fucking everywhere. But this is not an excuse to go out there just as roadwork as anybody. And I'm trying to encourage you all to do that. But, uh, warnings come following our special operation Costello organized crime team carrying out a warrant in Bedford this week. The operation in Barker's Lane on Tuesday, the 27th of February, uncovered a cannabis factory with a sophisticated growth setup. The electricity supply to the property had been tampered with, with the pathway having been dug up in order to connect the mains electricity directly into the property via an extension cable. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, how, how fucking dangerous is this, man? God uh. damn. Some 235 cannabis plants with the street value of up to £175,000 were located inside and seized. Detective Inspector Ian Holden said, These are ruthless criminal networks behind these cannabis operations, which pose all manner of danger to our communities. Uh, which is not wrong, really. You know, if, if they're yeah, going to be setting up uh, shit like this and putting people in danger by rigging electricity is dangerous shit, man. Sorry, Bob. No, no, I was just going to say the only reason that they're like that is because it's illegal. And exactly. Made it that way. Exactly. You know, you <laughs> think, you think the Coca-Cola factory down the road is stealing their electricity. <clears throat> exactly. Right. Just 230 plants. Uh, how thick was this extension cord? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Imagine like two if, gauge? Because, yeah. fuck, you'd have to be pulling <laughs> yeah. a lot of current through that. You know, this is what I was thinking. I hope it weren't one of them normal white extension cables yeah. that you plug your pan into. <laughs> just go down to Home Depot, get the 50-footer, you're good. I mean, it's, yeah, got, it, it's got four plug sockets in, and each one of those have got <laughs> extensions coming out of them. <laughs> uh, I'm, sure it was, yeah. I'm sure it was a big one, but, man, I was just yeah. like, man, I hope they used a good one. And this guy carries on. He says, I have no doubt that the work is uh, the work to set this up would have caused power cuts to neighboring properties, while even more properties have to have their power shut off for the repair work. This is immensely disruptive and frustrating. We know. Uh, we, sorry, that was just me. It's like all this shit is frustrating. The, as Bubba Hawk said, the only reason why these people are doing this is because cannabis is illegal, man. And it's fucking frustrating that these people do not see that. There's a way to stop this from happening, man. And that's by legalizing and properly regulating cannabis, you fucking idiots. Anyway, this is immensely disruptive and frustrating without even considering the wider safety implications in terms of things like fire risk. People need to be alert of these risks. If you see someone digging up the road, tampering with mains electricity and have your suspicions, I would urge you to contact the police. That's what you have to do now, everybody, right? Throughout that whole lot of March Madness, <laughs> every, every time, time you see every a fucking roadworks, road be like, I, 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 know, <laughs> I know I don't want to waste your time, officer, but 
They were just there last week digging that shit up. Why are they there doing it again? <laughs> Something's going on. They're digging the road. You need to you go, need to go check, check them out. <laughs> they have them on speed dial, man. You know, I would, uh, and that's urge to contact the police as well, everybody. That's what he said. I would urge you to contact them. Better safe than sorry, everybody. Better safe than sorry. See something, <laughs> say something. Okay, be a responsible member of society. Uh, the likes of UK power networks use clearly signed vans and will have permit numbers displayed on things like barriers for people to query any ongoing works. <laughs> like you're just having a queue of fucking stoners just standing at there. Like, I need to see your papers. I want to see the serial number. Is that thing on your van legit? <laughs> <laughs> you know you could be a proper troll to these motherfuckers man uh uh yeah so any ongoing work the engineers also have ids and badges which have their name id number and a photograph on it if customers suspect anything any illegal activity such as meter tampering or energy theft they can contact stay energy safe on 08000232777 or report anonymously online yeah, so there we go. That was a story this week from the UK, everybody. People are stealing electricity to grow cannabis. Whoa. Yeah. And you might see lots of roadworks going up here in the UK over the next few weeks because, one, it's March, and, two, people are pretending to be road workers to bring so <laughs> electricity. It sounds like a like, trailer. I mean, trailer park boys have done uh, riffs oh. on it for sure, but, like... Mm-hmm. You know, Ricky will drag like some people's furniture out from their lawn, put it by the road, and then wait five seconds and be like, Oh, now it's garbage. Now I can take it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, fucking hilarious, you know. Mm. So, yeah, uh, yeah, fast, fast. What can you say? <laughs> I wonder, I wonder how long it'll be before we get another article that's going on about them. Um, you know, cannabis growers caught using fake IDs and painting vans and things like that. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I mean, you know, it's... that's what we'll be reporting on, not next week because we won't be here, but the week after, that's what we'll be doing. <laughs> There's yeah, been a it's... sudden rise in fake vans <laughs> in the UK. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Suddenly we're finding all of these uh, fake documents on eBay about doing road work. Yeah. <laughs> How to use a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How to use a jackhammer. But yeah, I just thought this was an interesting story because all of the stories which you can find in the UK right now is just like cannabis raided with 200 plants in, cannabis farm raided, sophisticated cannabis setup. Or just each article is just about the, another raid that has happened. So like there's so yeah. many people growing in the UK right now and they're all getting caught, man. You, this is where you need to stick to your three rules, everybody. You know, we don't need to explain that shit to you. Be careful I almost, picked one. I almost picked one from here um, for this week instead of the one that I did pick. And um, it was much the same lines of telling people what to look out for. But it was like mm. this house caught fire. Neighbor runs in, has a medical episode in the house, has to be dragged out by the, the fireys <laughs> and and that. And um, right at the end yeah. of the article, it was like the police are telling people to look out for houses having people coming and going, mm-hmm. like, more, like more people coming and going, and lights off at night. Like that, that's wow. like, like 70% of the houses. Like, I don't, I don't understand that. People come and go people's houses all the time for legitimate reasons. You, know, right? so you don't have to worry that. about your light leaks anymore. Anymore, you know, it's like yeah. the lights are on. It's not dodgy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it's just complete nonsense. Well, um, anyway, sorry. Yeah. Anyway, you want to cover your news article then, since you brought it up there, Warhawk. 
Yes, yeah, sure, I can do that. Um, so as I think I mentioned last week, we do have an election coming up here for New South Wales. So this one is um, comes out of the Greens camp. And the Greens have been really big on recreational cannabis for a number of years, but with the introduction of the Legalised Cannabis Party and everything moving around the world as it is, we're starting to see a bit more uh, progress in this area. And I think that they're really feeling like they've got a chance to push it, especially because people here are done with the other political parties. So anyway, I'll get into it. New South Wales Greens announced plans to legalise recreational cannabis after the election. Uh, Greens MP and drug law reform spokesperson Kate Feynman has launched the party's plan to legalise and regulate recreational cannabis for adults in New South Wales after this month's election. The plan would allow households to grow up to 12 plants, legalise cannabis social clubs and establish a New South Wales Cannabis Authority to regulate the market and prevent the dominance of the industry by large corporations. Uh, Cannabis products would be regulated to reduce harm with health warnings, CBD and THC content labelling and prohibitions on advertising. Past cannabis convictions would be expunged and drug driving laws would be reformed to test for impairment rather than presence. Uh, The Greens claimed the plan would generate up to $9 billion in revenue over a decade for the state. Uh, Feynman said more than one in three of us have used cannabis in our lifetimes and more than 2 million Australians use cannabis each year. Uh, Prohibition has well and truly failed and governments all around the world are finally accepting this fact. We've seen legalisation in 21 US states, Canada, Uruguay, South Africa and Mexico and the sky hasn't fallen in. People are risking criminal records just because their drug of choice is being deemed illegal because of a moral crusade started before I was born. The fact is cannabis poses much less harm to individual users and to our society compared to alcohol, tobacco and many prescription drugs. Feynman pledged to introduce the bill as a priority after the election, insisting it would protect cannabis consumers and young people. At the moment, most people have no idea of the strength of the cannabis they are buying on the illicit market and whether or not it's laced with other drugs, she said. A regulated cannabis market would protect young people because unlike drug dealers, cannabis stores will be required to check ID and refuse service to those under 18. In January, a report from the Parliamentary Budget Office commissioned by the Greens stated legalising recreational cannabis federally could generate $28 billion in taxes over 10 years. Uh, Feynman said that could mean $6.5 billion in revenue and $2.4 billion in GST, Uh, just for New South Wales over the period. On drug driving, she added every year thousands of people are being charged for drug driving after testing positive to THC, even though the effect had worn off long before they got behind the wheel. Our plan will not only create legal defence for medicinal cannabis patients, but reform the entire mobile drug testing program to test for impairment instead of mere presence. Instead of billions of dollars going into the pockets of organised crime, our bill would enable the sale of cannabis to be regulated and taxed, meaning hundreds of millions of dollars, potentially billions, would be diverted to our health system, including drug rehabilitation and harm reduction. Uh, Greens member for Ballina, Tamara Smith, added, the war is not on drugs, it's on our people. I've got 80-year-old constituents who are having fantastic results from prescribed cannabis for chronic health conditions who cannot drive or enjoy their mobility because they might lose their licence, despite the fact that they are not impaired. I've also got medicinal cannabis producers in my electorate delivering economic and health benefits to our region, but stymied by outdated attitudes to cannabis use. Voting, uh, Voters go to the polls March 25th, 
So there we go. Yeah, damn, um, son. Who, who is this? Like speaking all this sense and using logic. Yeah, I know, and right? What the fuck, bro? <laughs> I I've been trying to get Kate on for a long time. Um, it's just hard because of the way that the way that Parliament works is trying to get her in a time slot that works for for us to be able to 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 do the interview is hard. Um, yeah, man, I'd, I'd say really late to get that interview. Sort it out, bro. But, uh, okay, okay. <laughs> What's wrong um, with you, man? What you take so long for? <laughs> <laughs> it takes me like eight weeks to get one person. You get like 30 in that time. But anyway, um, <laughs> takeaways from this would be the 12 plants, mm-hmm. uh, social clubs, and the past uh, convictions being expunged. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and the driving one as well. It's all good in here. She's speaking sense, man. So every, everything in that is great. Um, but... It's all it all hinges on them being elected. Oh really? So, oh yeah, of course. Fucking hell, man. And that's, that's how the only how thing popular that's... are they? Like I don't I honestly don't know anything about Australian <sighs> politics. Look, so like what are the odds that they would get elected? The the thing is is they they I mean they're popular within certain circles. Um and you know they're going to get a trickle down vote from other parties that would give them their preferences. Um, because we run preferential voting. So um likelihood of it happening and then I mean uh, realistically, if they have a balance of power, they can kind of hold hold the government, the, the the incumbent government to task on it. So you might we might even just see that even if they don't even if they get elected but they don't form a majority government, um, they will have to be used to get bills passed so it's you guys it's gonna sort of fall that way you guys probably have a similar like uh political thing to us here with majority minority governments and coalitions and that type of shit right yeah yeah Yeah. so so if they get enough votes then they can hold hold some pretty good power right yeah so the two main ones we have are your liberals and nationals um so they're they're on the side of well no fuck you it's we'll just do whatever we want with our money um again this is my own personal opinion so please don't <laughs> but it, it is what it is politics is one of those things um but as far as the then then you've got the greens and your labor um so you at the moment it's looking more likely that we're going to have um a labor greens for for that and they would be another one on the mainland i I think most of our most of our state governments at the moment are labor governments with the greens backing them um because people got the shits with the liberals over the how they handled everything but as it stands new south wales is a liberal um is a liberal state so one of the last dominoes to fall and federally we're a, a labor government at the moment with the backing of the greens so I mean, I'd lo- I'd love to say that yes, they're they're super popular and, and this will be a thing, but on on this, you know, two party preferred, it's either liberal liberal or labor. Um, and they just the, the rest make up the numbers. So mm-hmm. I'd love I'd love to see it. I'd I'd really, you know, I'd, I'd, they've got other uh, other policies that are great. They've got a few other policies that are a little bit controversial and and that's, you know, everyone has one of those. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of the time, I think that it's just more that they're out and open about it, and the other parties don't say anything about it until they're elected, and then fuck you, we'll do what we want. Yeah. Well, um, uh, yeah, and you also though, 
not only does she have to be elected, but once elected, she has to stick to her word. And that is a problem that many politicians have. You know what yeah, I'm saying? The one... Once they're elected and they're like, yeah, we love weed. It's going to be cool for everybody. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. It's like yeah. it's 2023, motherfucker. Everything's recorded. <laughs> we have you on the... video. It's deep fake. Mm-hmm. Deep fake. The one thing, the one thing I will say for Kate is that the entire, she has always been about legalizing cannabis and um, decriminalizing drugs and things like that. It has always been that that's always been her thing. And she's she's also come to the table more than once because she's she's a current currently in the government she's currently elected um, for this government so she's she's already tabled um, bills for um, the drug driving and um, legalization and things like that but because she didn't have the support and and the liberals have always said no we're not going to do it we're not going to do it um, she's kind of been stifled in that on that mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. sure there's plenty of other politicians that are more than happy to to do this because I mean, just the money side of it for them, you know, yeah. the, the amount of money it generates um, alone is, mm-hmm. is a massive reason for them to do it. Uh, and not just the tax money. You start again, I think I've, I've discussed this many times. You, you take away the money that's going into policing it. There's, there's hundreds of millions of dollars right there. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, it makes sense, but, Anything that makes sense is completely fucking ignored by any government ever. But now again, so, again, that, that's Bubble Hawk's opinion, everybody. That is not the again, opinion yes, of High and Homegrown yeah. as a podcast. <laughs> we we love the government. The High and Homegrown as a podcast is government happy with. I don't, I don't know how I'll do we ta- how I'll do we even say it? I'll, I'll take one for the team. I don't that's right. Like <laughs> the government is there for your own good, everybody, and they only act on our best interests. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway speaking of governments we have a story about the italian government by well, the supreme court right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's correct that's correct tg yeah normally i like to stick to canada but i thought this is you know pertinent to my uh an hour you know passion for homegrown amnesty and all this stuff and our love of the government yeah well, I don't know exactly how, you know, here the Supreme Court is kind of like separate from the government. They kind of keep it mm-hmm, in check, mm-hmm. you know, just like in the States. So maybe Italy is the same. I have no idea. But uh, either way, Italy's Supreme Court rules growing cannabis for personal use is not a crime. Nice. Uh, big headline, right? Uh, this is from cannabishealthnews.co.uk. Um, and yeah, the ruling marks a shift in the court's approach to cannabis related offenses. So in a landmark decision, Italy's Supreme Court of Cassation has ruled that growing a small number of cannabis plants at home for personal use does not constitute a crime. The decision came in response to an appeal made by a man who had been accused of possession of narcotics. The Naples Court of Appeal had previously partially revised the initial verdict and acquitted the accused of the crime. The Supreme Court ruling, published on the 24th of February, marks a shift in the court's approach to cannabis-related offenses. And the judges noted that the defendant was a regular consumer and there was no evidence to suggest that the cannabis he was growing was intended for sale or distribution to third parties. Um, furthermore, cultivation was carried out using, I like this, rudimentary techniques uh, <laughs> resulting in a limited number of plants and a negligible amount of the substance. So basically they're saying he's a noob. 
<laughs> you know, he, grew, he tried to grow cannabis. He had cannabis plants. Yeah, they were barely yeah. alive. So we're not really going to prosecute for this. Keep in <laughs> mind, I doubt uh, you know the Supreme Court here has gone through Jorge's grow bible or any of these things. They're actually growing themselves to know what a good grow looks like. But you know, whatever. That's funny. Um, so by applying these criteria, the court confirmed the harmlessness of the defendant's behavior. They acknowledged that the substance found was intended for only for personal use, with no indication that the defendant intended to sell or distribute the product. Furthermore, cultivation was limited in scope and carried out using basic methods. So this landmark decision recognizes a growing acceptance of personal cannabis use and the minimal risk posed by small-scale cultivation for personal use. Mm -hmm. The which may set a precedent for similar cases in the future, has been welcomed by drug policy reform advocates who see it as a step forward to more, a more rational and evidence-based approach to drug laws. Yeah, so yeah, man. that's pretty that's cool. Great. Yeah, and cool. pretty much it's because he's a personal grower as well, you know, and there is no evidence of him selling it or growing it to distribute it. So right. like, like we say, man, keep your shit personal. Stick to your three rules, you know, don't tell don't sell, cover the smell, and you'll be fine, man. And even if you do get caught in those situations, then what really can they do you for? Being in possession of a, a plant which you were going to use yourself. You have to stick to the rules, man. It's the way it goes. So right. in this particular yeah. instance, though, in Italy, is cannabis, uh, recreational cannabis, illegal currently? Well, I don't know. I don't know, actually. I think like it still is, yeah. I'm not, well, don't quote me on that, but I know there was some progress. Uh, like further down in the article there, it actually does say this is the second side of a significant shift towards more liberal stands of cannabis in Italy. Earlier right. in the month, uh, the Regis, Regional Administrative Court of Lazio annulled a decree that limited hemp production and the use of seeds to the use of seeds and fiber. So they basically can use the whole hemp plant, which is probably going to result in a buttload of CBD and hemp flour in the, in the market. And there was, I thought there was some movement on, on just the recreational or the legalization of it in Italy uh, at some point in the recent past, but it could be but wrong. Now it sounds like if you're growing for personal use, you won't be convicted of any crimes. Yeah. Which it is, is great. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I do seem to remember a couple of years ago, we had talked about Italy was looking at legal legalization. Okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Uh, it says here, at present, cannabis is legal in Italy for medical and industrial uses, although yeah. it is strictly regulated while it is decriminalized for recreational uses. Mm. Okay. Hmm. Imagine being this poor bastard sitting in court and the prosecutors are like, look, his plants were shit, man. And he was growing them in a mug. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Hey. You know. <laughs> I found weed plants, but there's no fucking way he'd be giving this up. This is a schwag, brother. You know, yeah. like yeah, brutal. But I guess it helped him in the end. So yeah, yeah. But, yeah this can't be for anything but personal use. You don't buy buy this shit. <laughs> it's just yeah. I feel sorry. Oh man. Yeah, man. Anyway, so good news coming out of Italy. Story, though, yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's a step in the right direction, which we like to see. Now imagine if we had this one coming out of Italy and also the one which Bubble Huck had also coming out of Italy. It'd be like, damn, Italy got the fucking shit going on right now. <laughs> but anyway, we have one more news article from you, Marge. You've got some good news as well, right? That's right. Last but not least, this article from Gondrepreneur states that car insurance report 
finds cannabis reforms not associated with more traffic accidents. And I thought this was interesting because it seems like every time somebody's like, but if we legalize, you know, traffic accidents are going to go way up and people will be stoned when they're driving. Well, not so according to statistics from car insurance companies, cannabis law reforms have made no statistically significant impact on the rate of vehicular accidents in Canada and the U.S., and we could probably just stop right there, but I can go on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the report published earlier this month by the Canadian Institute of Actuaries, CIA, in Casualty Actu- Actuarial, I can't even say that, Society, CAS. Yeah, that's a difficult one, isn't it? Actu- yeah. Actuarial. Wow. Yeah, that sounded good. Which analyzes the impact of cannabis law reforms on vehicular accidents in Canada and the U.S. found no statistically significant impacts of decriminalizing cannabis. Mm -hmm. This report assessing the impact of marijuana decriminalization on vehicle or vehicle accident experience, if anybody wants to look it up, uses insurance statistics to paint a picture of traffic accident variations in Canada following the nation's 2018 cannabis uh, legalization policy finding no significant changes. So the report also estimates the statewide effects of state-level legalization in the U.S., which likewise showed no consistent or significant results to support the conclusion that the reforms led to increased road fatalities or accidents. Um, Which I think is great news because I feel like that argument gets used all the time. You hear people saying that, you know, if if you introduce legalization, it's going to cause all these traffic problems, you know, increased fatalities, people driving high and all the rest of it. And it appears, according to probably some of the most uptight people out there, that it does not. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, and, you know, insurance people, I'm, they're not, uh, I don't know if they're known for being super relaxed. about. You know, that's what I was thinking. This is from insurance people. And they're like, yeah, smoking doesn't even cause yeah. many more accidents. I wonder for more, they'll be like, no, there's loads more crashes. We're going to have to put the premiums up for all of these right. cannabis users. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a big step. You're right. Because, yeah, they're all about making money. And not only this from insurance, there was a bit, there's another thing where they they used to equate smoking weed, if you put it, what it for some fucking reason, if you admit that on your insurance application. Um, I guess if you go for a medical, they can tell or whatever. But, um, yeah, they used to equate it to cigarette smoking. And I don't think they do here anymore. I think it's like... If you just smoke weed, it's not any, it doesn't make your premiums go up or anything like that. So I was thinking about something like this the other day, man, where, you know, there's a lot of jobs here in the UK and I'm sure around the world as well, where you have to have a drug test. Say, say for example, you're a crane operator, right? And while for years you worked on a building site, picking up loads and loads of bricks and you fucked up your back, but now you're a crane driver and to help with the pain of your deteriorated back, you take loads of opioids, you know, to ibuprofens, whatever, you know, these really strong opioids that people take for pain relief, which essentially turns into opioids like heroin when it gets into your bloodstream and fucks you up. But, you know, they'll get, they'll get drug tested and they won't be, them drugs won't be pulled up on the drug test. So they'll get to keep their job, even though they're impaired. But if they use cannabis legally as medicine in the UK, which they're allowed to for their chronic pain, like back pain, if they found with cannabis in their system, they'll lose their job, even though they're using it medically. And some of these other drugs will make you far more impaired than what weed does. 
You know, mm-hmm. there's there's some painkillers that I just won't take because they fuck me up, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'd rather smoke a joint to get rid of any pain than take some of the fucking painkillers they have out there. It's, yeah. Damn. It's just crazy yeah, the, the, the difference in standards like that is you can take these harsh ass drugs, but you know, from the doctor, the doctor said it's okay. But you can't with cannabis, even if the doctor says it's okay. It's mostly why I don't work as a geologist because yeah, yeah. You know, like uh, my my partner Cheryl just got a job up at a mine, and one of the requirements is that you pass a drug test, not only for weed but for benzos, for opiates. They have like even booze they have on there like, for everything, and it's more just like a they don't they don't want anybody. I don't know exactly what it is because I find it pretty discriminatory to be honest. Because, yeah, yeah, for sure. It is. Like, I think like it is. for weed. Not only here is it recreationally legal, so like, you know, you can pass that alcohol. You can drink when you're off your shift, right? You just, you don't want to show up to your, to the test if you are getting a test drunk or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, and if you, if you do are an alcoholic, obviously they want to, they want to help you kind of thing. They want to know that there's an issue and then they can take steps to rehabilitate and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But with weed, it's like, yeah, I, I find it, it's, it's much more nuanced conversation that needs to happen. And yeah, I've been like, you know, I, I'm very upfront about my medical marijuana usage, even before recreation happened. And every time I would bring it up, it would, they would hoe and hum and they'd be like, yeah, we'll get back to you. And then mm-hmm. never would get back, you know, because there's so much red tape and there's so much bullshit about safety sensitive stuff, mm-hmm. which I get. But again, now that like, now that we have the ability to do some actual research on this stuff, let's, let's not just like blanket statement everything because a lot of good people are missing out on a lot of opportunities and stuff, you know, not, not just myself, but you know, it would be nice to get to do what I went to school for. Kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. It's, you're not so, allowed uh, to, cause it's some stupid reason, man. Or without so much stress, you know, there are mm-hmm. probably things I could do, like take companies to court and shit, but like who the fuck yeah, wants to do that and who has the yeah. money to do that. So, mm. right. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, it is a thing it's everywhere and uh, it's, it's bullshit. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they they're doing a similar thing here in the mines where there was a bloke recently got um he was medicinally prescribed, had all his all his paperwork and everything, and um he told one of his coworkers that he was he was using it medicinally, and then the very next day he had to go in for a drug test, test positive obviously, mm-hmm. and then um got pulled aside and pulled off the job and told that they're not they're not certain whether he can work or can't work because it's, you know, a medicinal, because it's cannabis, regardless of whether it's medicinal, you know, and then the next minute he's caught the sack because of it. And so he's tried to take him to court and everything over it. And it's still going, it's still going through all that. Bullshit. Good luck to the man. Yeah. Um, fucking out. Do it. You take him to court, so, fight him for it. Well, that, well, yeah. Well, I mean, and, but I understand, like, I understand not, not having certain things in your system, when you're operating heavy machinery underground and other people's lives are at risk. like, I understand that Mm -hmm. there's a very big difference between that and having something when you finished your shift, you're not working. Mm -hmm. Like if you can go home and have a few beers, Mm -hmm. what's the problem in going home and having a joint? You know, the only difference is is that the joint's going to show up three, four days later, the alcohol won't, you know, only difference. Man, I've got so drunk on some nights. I I remember one night specifically, I drank a lot of whiskey. And then the day after, I've I've woke up, you know, gone about my day, a bit hungover, got in my car and drove like uh, half a mile. And I, then I was like, 
you know what? I think I'm a little bit too drunk to fucking drive, man. And I've pulled my car mm-hmm. over and I've walked the rest of the fucking way. And this mm-hmm. is the day after, you know? It, mm-hmm. But that's not the same with weed. If I got super stoned one night, I wouldn't be feeling too stoned the next day. I might have a bit of a weed hangover, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> but, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's not like being massively impaired where you feel like you can't drive. Just I always make the comparison, too, with, like, with driving. You know, if, if I don't smoke weed, like... I guess on the regular kind of uh, regimental schedule that I do, I tend to get more intense stomach spasms and stuff to the point where whatever I'm doing, I have to stop doing. And I just kind of like keel over and hold on to the counter and, and wait it out because it's fucking brutal. The pain mm-hmm. weed suppresses that it doesn't, it become less frequent and they're not as intense. So if if I'm like, you know, take the driving example, do we want that to happen to me while I'm driving? Or would it be better if I'm not impaired? Because, you know, I'm not impaired. I'm, I know I'm not impaired. Um, and that like, that's a hard thing to like, say to the cops, obviously, but like, yeah, it's like, I would much prefer myself and people like me being in a, in a state where we're, I guess, back to baseline, compared to people who don't use cannabis for any medicinal reason than to have this brutal spasm or maybe like epileptic seizure or something if it's like a thing with CBD and they can't use their CBD because it's got some THC in it and blah, blah, blah. And they get pulled over and technically they're illegal to drive, but really they're way more dangerous when they don't use weed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like there's there's so much nuance in this conversation and it's hard to like research it and it's hard to have hard data on it because everybody's so different and like, like you said, if, if somebody's like never used weed and they're just, you know, you, you smoke some fucking Neville's haze or something, you're going to be on, <laughs> you know, on another planet. And I would not recommend mm-hmm. doing anything mm-hmm. when you're like that, but yeah. you should be, be able to like, I don't know, like either be aware that you're, you're not like Mackie said, he pulled over when he knew he was not able to drive or be in a, in a space where if you're not experienced with this type of weed, cause it's fucking strong or you're just a new user, you know, have somebody around that knows what's up. And then they're like, no, you're not fucking driving or whatever. Just like, it's, it comes down to a personal responsibility thing. I think more than just a second, exactly. like, just like it does with alcohol. You're allowed to have alcohol and decide if you're capable of driving or not. And then if you're too far over right. the limit, you'll be prosecuted for it. And it should be the same thing with every other fucking substance. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard, but I, I struggle with it because yeah, like I'm illegal all the fucking time doing whatever I do. Basically, if I'm operating any sort of shit, and I operate some shit at work. Trust me, like there's some pressure involved with this short path stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I'm... in the words of Rage Against the Machine, "Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me." <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? But that's it. It's down to personal responsibility, man. If you think that you're not in a position to to drive or operate heavy machinery, that could be from smoking cannabis, snorting cocaine, being high on mushrooms being drunk, having an argument with somebody, so you're so fucking angry you can't concentrate, or not had enough sleep. Maybe not, your blood sugar's low, because, and that 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 gets me, you know, when I, if I go driving and haven't eaten enough, like I'll get hungry. I've been out for too long, I'm going back home, and I'm hungry, my blood sugar's low, I'm so fucking angry at everything. Mm. You know, it's like, use your fucking indicator! You... I'm not gonna... <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like... It, if things piss me off faster and that can mm-hmm. put me in worse situations than being drunk 
You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. use your own, you responsible adults listening to this show. You should all be responsible adults. And if you're not, turn it off, you look shit. <laughs> but, but you know, yeah. you, you're old enough to make your own decisions, man. And if you're impaired, don't put yourself and other people in a position where you can get hurt. Simple as that. You know, mm-hmm. you use your own common sense, man. Simple common sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good news story there. I mean, there's been a, a few good ones there, you know, some steps in the right direction. And some steps in the wrong direction. Indeed. That's right. <laughs> we always have a balance. Yeah. So anyway, keep an eye out for Roadworks, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all coming soon. It's March Madness. Yeah. Uh, but we got some forum news, which we should quickly move on to before we go and chill for 10 minutes and hit that 420. Uh, the... New HLG competition has started over at postersgrowing.com where you can win a 600 B spec HLG light. Very nice. It's got blue back backboard and stuff. It's really nice. I'm going to have a look at the pictures of it. It's a beautiful light. This is a nice light. Somebody's going to have a really good setup with that one. Mm-hmm. So you can enter that this month and uh, the, the competition to play for it at the end of the month. We'll take entries until the end of the month and then through April we'll play the games and it's going to be rock, paper, scissors this time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, the competition for the 300B spec is now up and running and we're like uh, level three of the heads and tails competition. So that's going down pretty good. Yeah, it is. Uh, the seedsmen have started sending out their seeds for the, the Cali Cowboy grow off. Uh, the USA have got uh, their stuff in the basket on seedsmans.com. But the UK, the UK and Europe and Australia should be sent out tomorrow on Monday, the guy told me. So, uh, you know, UK Monday, not Australian Monday. So t- tomorrow they should be sent out mm-hmm. to everybody else. So we'll check up on that at the end of the day tomorrow to see, you know, has everybody got their emails and figure out everything else from there. What else is there? Anything, anything else to add from the forum news? Can't think of anything. I think that's it for the forum news. Uh, what else do we have on news here? Yeah, no show next week, everybody. We're busy next week. So there won't be a show on Sunday. So on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, next week, there'll be interviews instead. There won't be a, the usual cannabis news and grow guides. But we'll be back as normal on the week after that. So keep an eye out. And then that's the missus where she wants to go on holiday. We're not going to be on, on the air so I can get out of here. huh? That's right. I'm taking a week off. Nice. Yes. And then we have the Weed Seed Express wheel spin is now open to known users over at postiesgroom.com. So if you're a known user, uh, head over to the forum and get involved in the competitions, man. They're all getting started now. Monkey has one coming up as well, right? What's that? But well, the uh, the how many seeds for? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a strawberry cough. Uh, did a, a feminized seed project, and uh, I'm sitting here right now, staring down. I'm picking through buds, trying to get them. Let's count the numbers. Uh, guess the number of seeds, and uh, we are already in three digits. So we'll find out. Nice, good times, man. So keep an eye out for that as well, everybody. Always lots going on over at Percy's. So if you're not a member of Percy'sGrowRoom.com yet, then get over there and sign up while it's still free. Yeah, we've extended the free period for one more month. So yes, yes, get come and join us. Yes, sooner or later it's going to go away. So you better, <laughs> you better jump on it now. It's like like those stores that register their trading name as on sale, closing down sale, and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> you That's me. Key. 
Yeah, we've got furniture stores in the area that always are going out of business every other week. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs> oh, again, huh? Yeah, going out of business, right. One thing I've wondered about is like infomercials. You know, if you like, I have a bunch of tapes because um, I'm old, that old, not that old, but that old, I guess. <laughs> VHS tapes of like old infomercials. I'm sure these don't exist anymore, but like what happens if you if you TV, DVR something and then you, can you call the number after it's like, call in the next 10 minutes. Will they still give you that deal? Probably fucking bleed, right? There's always Probably. that uh, little star uh, next to the thing with then really tiny writing at the bottom, like, uh, please do not call after this time. Otherwise, you will still be charged, but you'll call not work, uh, something like that. Hmm. Yeah. There's always some kind oh. of clause. Here in the UK, there is anyway. It's like uh, if you call after this time, your entry will not be valid, but you still might be charged. Uh, so here you call it, you just bounce to an out offshore um, answering system. And it'd be, you know, a lot of a lot of the time it's like an Indonesian wow. call center or something wow. like that. And they'll they'll take your call. They'll take your I money, just, bro. That's what they want. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just seems always like a weird model. It's like you can only the only people buying your shit is the people that seem to catch that one commercial for and then 90 minutes thereafter. Then yeah, I mean all them remember QVC. <laughs> remember that channel? <laughs> yeah, man. Shit. The, all, the all selling all, all jewelry and shit. You remember that YouTube video where the guy on the QVC on shopping channel, he's trying to sell one of these ladders that fold up into all these different positions. <laughs> he's climbing oh, up yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like folds See. a little bit in the middle. He's like, oh, there you go. It's clipped into place now. And then it crawls <laughs> a few steps forward and it just collapses underneath it. <laughs> and he's on the ground and the assistant's there that you don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> Looking that's hilarious. Funny. Anyway, yeah, so that's the end of the cannabis news and events. And there we go, everybody. That was this week's cannabis news and events. As usual, if you see any news stories that you would like us to cover in the next episode of Cannabis News, then feel free to get in touch. You can contact us via email at Mackie at highonhomegrown.com. You can also message us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just head to your favorite social network, search for High on Homegrown. And you'll be able to find us. You can also message us on the Cannabis Forum over at postiesgrowroom.com, which you should be a member of by now. If not, then head over there straight away. Sign up. It's 100% free. You don't have to pay for anything. There's loads of good information about how to grow cannabis over there. And there's a great community of experienced cannabis growers as well. If you enjoy listening to this show, then you will definitely enjoy it over at postiesgrowroom.com. So if you haven't already, get over there and sign up so you can take part in some of these epic competitions that we have every month. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you as always for downloading and listening to the show. We appreciate every single one of you guys who takes the time to listen to these episodes. So thank you very much for being here. And if you can, but of course, no pressure, please share the show with a friend and try and get more listeners into the show for us. That would be epic, but no pressure, of course. Have yourself a good week. We'll catch you on Wednesday for the interview. And maybe we'll see you over at the YouTube channel so you can watch some of these Grow Guides premieres, which are happening every day for the next few weeks. So just head over to youtube.com slash high on homegrown and we'll see you there. Again, thank you very much. Stay high, stay safe, and we'll see you on the next one. Goodbye.